Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody, welcome to the instant match reaction. Liverpool have just been beaten at home by Manchester City uh. by four goals to one. That's a good noise. That's the right noise. Um I'm Ben Kelly. I'm joined by Chris. Um, Chris, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Um, <laughs> what can where, you say? Where do you start, mate? I mean, you know, for the f- let's, we've got to, I suppose we can go through the game sort of chronologically. And obviously, not I've not spoken to you about the match and stuff, Ben. But first half, we were really in it. Like we were, we were debatably, but arguably the better side in the game. And I think we did really well. The first 10 minutes, I thought City did really well. And then I thought we really came into the game and started to create, craft those opportunities and stuff. And, you know, I think we sort of pressed them really highly and there was none of that really second half, was there? But I think, you know, going into half-time, I'm, I'm happy with the performance. Liverpool have raised the game um, from obviously what we saw last time out and stuff. And then the second half started and it was all for shit. It was, it was. And, you know, as I say, you know, We've not. I've not had the chance to speak about it yet. And, and my my thoughts. And I, and I don't know whether they'll get much stick for this in the comments and stuff. But the set after the second half, you're right. I think Liverpool in the first half. I think we were much the better side, to be honest. And I think you know we created the odd few opportunities. And I think if we'd gone in a goal down, we would have been pretty hard done by, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But coming out second half, um, I thought Manchester City was just miles better than us. And I think you've. I think the the order of the day and the first thing I want to do is is give them the credit because. I thought, you know, 4-1 properly flatters them in the end, but I thought they absolutely deserved to win the game. The f- the fourth goal is absolutely outstanding from Phil Foden. And overall, I thought, you know, we, we couldn't deal with them. He made, I think, I've, I've had, I have had a little look into it. I said, to, I said to you out there, I think he makes a tactical substitution at half-time that frees Foden up. And I think it's a masterstroke from, from Pep Guardiola. I think it's a really, really good tactical tweak that allows Foden to get on the ball more and it allows him to find more space a little bit deeper. And and we we didn't twig onto that quite as quick as we should have done, and that's what leads to the first goal. You know, Wijnaldum lets him go. You pointed that out, but overall, we, we hadn't quite attuned ourselves to it, um, and then we're behind. We get back into it, but overall, Manchester City just better than us at the moment. And there's loads of reasons why we we can go into all of that, and we have gone into all of that. And I could I can I could waste my breath spitting out all those reasons at the moment, but. They're just they're miles better than us, and sometimes that's how it is. Some you know, and it was it's been it was us last season, the season before that we were level pegging. The season before that, the Centurions they were miles better than everybody, and right now, unfortunately, it's 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 on them. They've taken it to another level. It was always down. It was it was always going to be one team this season who would be able to you know um, rise above all the madness. And for a while, I actually thought that it might have been Man United. They might have been able to just take advantage of the weird situation that the season is but it's proven to be Manchester City they've won 10 games in a row they've found that form from the season before last and the season before that they were just I just thought they were absolutely outstanding today I get what you're saying I disagree I don't think they have taken it to a new level 
I don't think they're even back at the level that they were two years ago. Or, or the Centurions. I don't think this side's that good. I don't maybe think they're not, as good as I, Liverpool and, last season. And maybe Liverpool are yeah. well better than that, this City side for me. Like they've taken advantage mm. of what's going on in the league, and they deserve to be clear, and they deserve to beat us today. But I don't think they're as good as what we were last season. So they might have got, they might have taken themselves to a new level. But oh I don't no! Think yeah, taken okay. It to no, a new no, level, maybe you know not. I mean. Maybe that's the wrong phrase because I think that particular. I think that eighteen nineteen in particular, the way that we pushed each other, and and maybe that was the peak levels for both teams. And then you know Liverpool last season were very very good. Yeah, that, okay, maybe that that was maybe a step too far. But I think right now, I don't think it's unfair to say that City right now in this present moment, compared to Liverpool right now in this present moment, City are just levels above us. I yeah. think. No, and, no, and that's that right. The and it's, it's born out in the league table. Yeah. That Ben, you're absolutely spot on with that type of stuff and to be quite honest with you you know I think first half Liverpool deserve maybe to go in 1-0 up or whatever and we were the better side but second half regardless of Allison's mistakes I don't think we were going to win that game because I think City were better than us uh, on the day I think we struggled to deal with Foden with Raheem Sterling even Mares at times although he wasn't quite as prominent as the other two players I think for me you know I just don't understand how Liverpool seem to get the fullbacks in one-on-one situations wingers in the in the defending sense when when every team we go up against doubles up on Mo Salah and Sadio Mane with midfielders that for me is like where we lost that game not being able to support Trent Alexander-Arnold in those one-on-one situations with Raheem Sterling and yet the other end of the pitch Zinchenko's got a, a midfielder dropping in in Gundogan or Rodri's over there or if it's the other side I don't know they just seem to be doing a much better job of being a team and defending as a team rather than just leaving our fullbacks out to dry, out to dry, which is what we seem to do every single week at the moment. Yeah, um, we've had a couple of super chats coming. Lewis Merritt, four ninety nine. Uh, a few words to describe Liverpool at the moment: clueless, slow, tired, sloppy. The worrying thing is that our confidence looks shot, hurt to watch. And yeah, I agree. And again, you know, there's there's lo- there's there are loads of reasons for this at the moment, and we talked about them. And you know, I'm sure. It's not something I want to waste my time on at the moment. I, you know, I think it'll probably be discussed tomorrow. We we both got the morning off, which is a positive. Super Bowl, but, but there'll be uh, incoming. But, but there'll be, but they'll, I'm sure we'll further discuss the the centre back problem, the midfield problem tomorrow. But yeah, at the moment, I, I, tired maybe is the word that I'd use to describe Liverpool at the moment, and maybe that's a reason that Manchester City looks so much better than us in the second half. Maybe, you know, perhaps we yeah, I mean, steam a bit. To, to be fair, Lewis, thank you for the super chat, mate. I just can't see that that first half performance was any of the those four words. Mm. That first half performance wasn't clueless, slow, tired or sloppy for me. The second half one, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and you're right, I think our confidence does look like it's shot at the moment. And I think that's that's probably to do with the fact that they realise they're not the same team and they're working just as hard, maybe in training, and they're working just as hard to put things right, but just things aren't going our way. And that's probably hurting their confidence. You know, Klopp made mention of it in his in his post-match against Brighton about the, the mental fatigue. That was then put to bed, I think, pretty well by Klopp in the pre-match press conference for Manchester City. But, you know, mental fatigue, Alisson... Possibly. Probably fair today. Yeah. I mean, he lo- he shouldn't be tired, but then mentally he might be tired. Bad mistakes at a terrible time for Liverpool, and because of those mistakes, the game gets away from us. And 
in the last 15 minutes, they could have scored more. They might have just started playing the ball. I mean, I think they might have felt a bit sorry for us towards the end of the game. Like. Potentially, yeah. We'll talk about Alisson a bit more in a minute. We've had another super chat from James Lim. Five pounds. Thanks very much. I've got a rant, but I don't want to upset faint fans. I need to rein it in, I think. <laughs> uh, mate, yeah. I mean, if you if you subscribe to us, then we can put you in our Discord group. It's not a name that I recognise, to be honest. So if you want to have a little bit of a rant and a little bit of a conversation with us, buy a subscription and we'll get you in. And there's loads of good fellas in there that'll have a decent conversation with you if you want to rant. Um, um, yeah, Chris, I mean, you know, it, there's no real defending Alisson whatsoever. You know, I think uh, that God Klopp didn't come out and say something daft. I mean, he picked up something on the... He did, he came out up, and said, yeah, like, no. the fucking cold feet thing. Yeah, and he, said, like, yeah oh, he said, he said something about having cold feet. But at least he didn't come out and say that he's been ill or anything like that or anything more substantial. I don't think Klopp meant the, the cold feet <laughs> fingers as he physically <laughs> had blocks of ice on his feet, yeah. But... You know, the, as a lad who's just been so good for us for so long, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you've just got to put to one side, I think. You know, as I said, I think ultimately in the end, the mistakes mean that the scoreline does flatter City a little bit. I'm not sure it was a 4-1 game. But, you know, I, I did have a good thing about it. I'm not quite sure that Alisson's made a direct, error leading to a goal since Jesse Lingard maybe in December 2018 wow. that's as far back as I can remember somebody might be able to correct me but it just shows how good he's been and it's just something you know, we've got to stand yeah, by look, him he, he, absolutely and I don't think anyone thankfully is, is talking about talking about that in anything more than it's just a few mistakes by a lad that doesn't make mistakes and the one thing with the goalkeepers and I remember going back to Pepe Reina with this when you make a mistake and you're a top goalkeeper you put it behind you and that's what Alisson generally speaking has been able to do he has made mistakes like you know what I mean does he does he make a mistake against Southampton last season? No, I think um, that's that goal. Was that, that yeah, was Adrian yeah, goal, yeah. you're right, yeah. Season, so he yeah. has made mistakes, but when he makes mistakes, he just puts them behind him normally and, and carries on. And this time they seem to get on top of him, and I don't know that's because of everything else that's going on in, in, in Liverpool's world at the moment and the form's not there and all that type of stuff. But he's still a top two goalkeeper, still makes a really good save for their first, isn't able to push it away, and obviously Gundogan's there to, to knock that one into the back and an F for them, but still a good save, he's still a good keeper, and we don't need to dwell on it. Alisson's fucked up today, he'll know he's fucked up today, he's let the side down today he'll know he's left the side down today let's move on yeah um, J- Liam Cox with a t- 11 euro, 10 euro 99 super chat have a beer lads better days ahead up the reds James Lynn with another super chat there can you see that yeah, what, can you just clear that up I am subscribed yeah if you're a club legend to the website Ross has sh- should have sent you an email if you're a club legend and you haven't had that email email me chris at the redmentv.com and I'll sort that out for you um, yeah so um, where do we where do we look here you know three home losses on the bounce it's first time since the 60s uh, 63 did they say is that it yeah I, I, I haven't crossed that over tonight um, three home loss on the bounce top four race it hurts um, you know at the moment it, it doesn't it doesn't look as if we're getting any better I mean you know hopefully this time next week he throws in Somebody like Kabak against um, against Leicester. I'm not quite sure why Ben Davis was in the squad today. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's heard anything if he's injured or whatever. But you know, I think that Paul said this pre-game. He thinks that might be a nod to Phillips in his form. Yeah, which makes kind of sense to me. Um, I did think it funny that you like in my head. There's two right-sided centre halves on the bench there. I thought that was a little bit mm. strange. But I think that's the thing when you've got that many substitutes, you don't expect to have to use two centre halves in yeah. one game, do you? The subs were funny though, weren't they, Chris? I mean, you know, it's just something. Today, mate. Yeah, something, something you said, something you brought up actually beforehand because the games won all. We bring off Jones and Thiago and bring on Shaq and Milner. 
And, you know, you said in comms at the time that, you know, maybe maybe just thinks we're losing the midfield battle. And, and you know, we we talked early on in the game, and I, as I said, I did it on the stats about their way that they put Cancelo in there. And it does give them an extra man in midfield, you know, the way he drops in. It not only allows Gundogan and Bernardo Silva to bomb on, but it literally gives them more numbers. So maybe he's thinking somebody like Milner, um, you know, to come in and with a little bit more experience might be able to manage that a little bit better. And ultimately, I don't think we'll ever know if it was the right decision or not because then Allison goes and gives away the yeah. two goals and we're 3-1 down. Yeah. And you've suddenly you've taken off your two most creative players or one, two of your most creative players. And it's not, the situa- it's not the same game that it was five minutes ago. So I think it's difficult. But ultimately, I think, particularly Milner, given how much football he's played, to come on at that point in the game... At, when we, you know, we need to win. It, it, it was a strange one for me. Yeah, he, he could have taken any of the three midfielders off of me apart from Jones because I thought Jones was yeah. having the game. I thought Jones was our man in the match up until the time when he goes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Off the pitch, to be honest. Certainly first half, he was outstanding. He was everywhere. Um, my, the big, the big change that I saw in Manchester City was Cancelo stopped playing that sort of pseudo DM role second half and went to more of a right back role for me in the second half. And and, and they sacrificed that that body in the middle and they started to build more down the wings and, and stuff like that. And I don't know whether that was what helped them to free up Foden or whatever. I didn't notice anything about Foden, but you know, for me, you know, taking taking Kurt Jones off was a was a, was a mistake, quite frankly. And, and we'll never know if that mistake was a mistake because of what Allison did or if it was a mistake because he got his substitutions wrong. Because Allison's mistake pr- makes the game go beyond us. Mm. And then we're not able to recover it once more like we did with the penalty for Mo and stuff like that. So um James Milner's played a lot of football, didn't really do much Akiri, just didn't get into the game at all. Mm. And then Costas Chimakas comes on literally because we've got no like it's just time to give Robbo a rest because the game's completely done then. And Costas Chimakas is sat on the bench loads and then I think Klopp was like, oh well now's the time you can get some minutes in your bloody legs, mate. Because it was it wasn't <laughs> yeah, trying to win the fucking well. game or get a draw yeah. out of it. We were three three down by then I think. Um, James Lim upgraded his membership to Club Legend. There you Thank go. You good good marketing. Um, 
Um, so, yeah, ultimately, if we just go back to that, um, you know, where, where did the season go from here now? I mean, you know, we've got, we're, we're still struggling with numbers. I mean, as I said, hopefully that we, hopefully once we release Henderson into, into midfield, because I think that would be the first thing that he does. I think particularly today, as I say, with the numbers that Manchester City could get into midfield, we really missed the energy. I think that was probably the first one. And I think as well, you know, with the with the way that Fabinho gave away that first penalty, I said this to you out there, I, I feel like a proper centre-back probably isn't as clumsy for the, for, for the penalty in the first half. I feel like that's that's a type of tackle that a DM can make in midfield mm-hmm. and it's, it's a type of tackle that you'd want your DM to be making in midfield, just those cheap little fouls that are easy to give away and break up the play. But he's not... He's not Clearly, not a seasoned and disciplined centre back in that sense to know that he needs to pull him. He needs to pull himself away, you know, earlier there or, or whatever. He needs to be doing more. It's so much more crucial in that situation when you're a centre back to be giving away those types of fouls. Yeah, you're right. But up and down the country, we do see centre half give that penalty away where someone cuts inside all the time. And you're right. I mean, I I think Fabinho left his leg there. Which is the which is the concerning part yeah. of that, but not to overthink it or anything like you're right. In broad strokes, he shouldn't be given that penalty away there, but he might have given a goal regardless, and that giving that penalty away means that they don't score a goal yeah. in the end because Gundogan misses it. So it's a tough one, and but I think all told, him and Henderson were really good today, the two of them. Um, there was no sort of, I wasn't thinking, oh, we need to get Kabak on here other than just to get Jordan in midfield, like you were saying. That's the lad that we missed the most. We need him. I, I hope Cop doesn't bring him in and put him in the six, to be honest. Yeah. I really hope he comes back into the midfield and goes in the eight and goes moves Thiago to the left hand side of the of the eights. And yeah, goes to, with to be honest, in the six. To be honest, I really don't think that that's going to be an issue for too long because I think assuming that we can get I think the sooner the better. He, I, Sorry, I think as soon as is possible, he will get both of them into midfield anyway. So I think before long, we're going to be seeing a combination of Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago um, and Genie, you know, that would be the, that would be your main four of midfield. If Cater can get himself fit, I do think that he will still be able to add another dimension to the side and then he'll, they'll be your five and then it'll be a combination of Davis, Kabak, Phillips, um, you know, at, at the back, chucking Fabinho in there every now and then if you want, if you want to freshen up. I, I hope you're right. I hope go. you're right because I, I see him right now as Fabinho still going to be a centre half. So I hope you're right. Well, I, I think if right Phillips, I think if Phillips can 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 start to put in, you know, if he, if he puts in a few more performances like we've been seeing from him, I know he didn't feature today. Then for me, it's going to have to get to a point where we need to. Fabinho is that important. You need to start trusting Phillips to partner one of the new lads, and you know that would be great news if we can. Um, Christopher Scott with another super chat. Um, we take our licks and we move on. Big summer needed to ship out the Degwood. Origi, Shakiri, Matip, Ox, and Cater are not reliable enough. Now, yeah, reliable and talented enough. I think are two different things. I, I think if. Oxlade-Chamberlain and Cater, you know, can get themselves fit and can get themselves into form. They've got plenty to offer to this side. I don't think Origi does. I think Joel Matip, yeah, has probably had his day now. Um, Shakiri is quite inconsistent. Go and watch the um, Liverpool-Man City Champions League game from a few years back. I know that's a difficult thing for me to say right now, but I watched that the other night in prepare in pre- preparation for this. And Oxlade-Chamberlain is so so good. Yeah. And and if he and I, and I think you know probably ever since that first and the injury I don't think we've seen the same Chamberlain but like if he can ever get back to something near that he's got plenty to offer us question and I think, for you go then yeah, having, wa- having watched that game back obviously that's pre us being the possession based side yeah. have you seen that type of performance and I know it's, it's hard because it's post injury 
And I think you're right, he hasn't quite been the player. But do you see that he's able to have that impact on the possession-based Liverpool side? Um, I'd have to go back. I think there's probably a few performances sprinkled in there. And I've been going back through quite a few little bit sorry I've been going back through a few bits of our content recently for other reasons um, Southampton at home last season was a game that I went to and, and like in my post-match comments I picked up that Oxley chamberlain had played very well I didn't watch the game back or anything but like that was one in particular that, that I just happened to come across the other way the other day so I think there's been the odd sprinkle performances but if you just think about Chamberlain and the momentum that he was building up probably from that City game in the league that season the January up until that Roma game the momentum that Chamberlain was building up I don't think he has been able to or been given the chance because you know you really got to take your opportunities when you get a when you get a shot in this side he's just not been able to have the mm. run of games to build up that momentum uh, but in regards to the big summer I think Christopher it's all well and good trying to you know at the moment suggesting that we need a big summer and we do need a big summer I think I think we do need a couple of names but at the moment, you know, all the shouts I'm seeing, Mbappe this, Haaland that, oh, we'll just we'll just win the Champions League, the other. And forget all that at the moment. Forget all of that. Um, we need to focus on this season right now. We need to focus on finishing in the top four because somebody pointed out on Twitter the other day, you know, Jurgen Klopp can be a big fan of Kylian Mbappe. I think we're all a big fan of Kylian Mbappe. If Liverpool aren't a Champions League club yeah. next season, then it's not going to fucking matter. It no. doesn't matter when Jurgen Klopp... You know, We could finish fifth this season. I think Jurgen Klopp will probably stay, but that won't be enough at this point to bring in an Mbappe or a Haaland. We need to focus now. I'm almost at the point where I'm like, the Champions League still needs to take a backseat because we need to pick up our... Home, we need to pick up our form but if you win in the, the league. Champions League. If you do, win, it, yeah, you're right, but uh, do we can we win the Champions League? <laughs> not, with on no this form. not, no, not, yeah, no, not, not at, this all. Form at all. So, right now, it's all about getting the form recovered in the Premier League and seeing where we are in April. Because if you know, if we get through Leipzig, which is a big question in itself, we've got to travel all the way to Budapest now with the first leg of that, which I'm sure is something that Jurgen's not particularly happy about. But if we put that aside. Okay, we get through Leipzig, we're in a quarter-final, we see where we are in April with the Champions League, but right now, we are nowhere near good enough to be finishing in the top four, and that's got to be the number one priority before you even start talking about... Big words. We're just not consistent. We can beat anyone on our day, but we're just not stringing consistent performances together, and you know we need to get the centre-half stuff sorted as fast as we possibly can, and I think Jürgen's known that since Virgil goes down, and obviously we've made those those moves in the January window, and we've brought the centre-halves in. That With a week's training, I expect us to have at least one yeah. of those centre-halves in for Leicester. I don't care who it is, it's no, no, no. and I don't care who what team we're against. We've got a week's training and there's no midweek games, so that's more training than we've had in, no in the middle of the week. Yeah, there's no excuses. Particularly for Quebec, yeah. you know, who's, who's, you know, who's, who's supposedly a, a decent defender coming from one of Europe's top five leagues. Maybe Ben Davis is a little bit more of a risk against somebody like Jamie Vardy, but ultimately Quebec for me is... Even though he's younger, it's probably you know the one that you'd be looking to get. Yeah, him. Liverpool have had him on the radar for a long time, yeah. haven't they? So I think you've got to get him in with somebody, go through all those set pieces and everything else that we do, and make sure he understands the high line and everything else. Get him on the field, get Jordan Henderson back in the middle of the park, and let's get some semblance of the team that was unbeatable almost last season back together, um, because that's what Liverpool need to do. And you're right, let's look at it in April. Let's take each game as it comes. Let's go out there and put the best side out possible. Let's stop trying to. I get you've got 
to rest players. I do. I, I, I truly do. But also, we need to get wins, and the next game is always going to be our most important in the league. Now, we just need to get three points as often as we possibly can, and then hopefully we'll we'll be in the top four, and we can think about the Champions League and everything else. Yeah. Right now, you're right. Getting Premier League form, getting form back into this side is the most important thing. What a shame! I think overall, just to round off, you know, to sum up, to sum up this season, the further along we go into it in the league, just feels like such a massive missed opportunity. Over, you know, that's that's my overriding feeling. Just the luck that we've had with the centre backs injuries, the, the the all the circumstances around it, everything. You know, partly we've only got ourselves to blame because we're not playing well at the moment, but also like I just. Often I, f- I find myself in a daydream about what could have been, you know, if we just kept everybody fit, if we just could get played ourselves. And I think actually, you know, that when we went through November and December with no centre back still, or you know, with Joel Matip intermittently, it's actually, you know, we we probably overperformed in those few weeks. And I think, you know, it's it's a testament really to how long Liverpool managed to hold on. Big wins against Wolves and Leicester, and you know, a tight win against Spurs and and, and all of this, even the Spurs game last week. But it it's all kind of unravelled. You know, you know what, I hope that the fucking club and the players, more specifically, aren't thinking like that. Because that's a dangerous position for yeah, them to yeah. be thinking and, and, like, yeah, it's okay it's, it's as a our fan. Place. Yeah, 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 it's, it's our, our place. It's, our, yeah. it's ours. If they're thinking like that, I'll be fucking seriously worried. Yeah. They need to be focused on getting the fucking win together. We need to be focused and on supporting. And that's why, yeah. that's why, that's one of the many reasons that I'm not an elite footballer. But like, they, they won't be. It's, but that, yeah, that's that's a, that's the place for us and, and people on our show. But there, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Liverpool um, beating at home against Manchester City tonight. Thanks very much for watching, everybody. Um, yeah, tune in tomorrow. Go and, go and subscribe to the website for the final word Paul's going to be back with some guests and we'll go into um, you know, we'll go into this game with far to, you know, in a lot more detail I'm going to try and shit out a ta- stats and tactics show as well I'm not quite okay. sure I'm going to start with that I've got to go and start preparing <laughs> for that so yeah all that will be over on the website tomorrow um, see you later goodbye Thank you so much for watching the Redmen TV YouTube channel. Everything we do here is funded by our wonderful subscribers to theredmentv.com. Get over there, sign up and get amazing additional content, interviews, documentaries, mini-series and, of course, additional pre- and post-match day content. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this show ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.